What is going on everybody? This is Bandicoot with QRS Entertainment and today I want to talk about basketball, the old NBA. I haven't talked about it nearly as much as I wanted to on this channel. It is my favorite sport, but I've been busy watching a lot of football this year and doing other stuff. Anyways, I'm going to talk about the East today and see how we're doing about a quarter away into the season. Let's start with the Brooklyn Nets. 14-6, and six, solid, and number one. Even without Kyrie Irving, they're just cruising along. Which, that's not too hard to see. You have James Harden and KD, two of the best in the game. Speaking of James Harden, he's finally figured out how to play without cheating or fouling. I honestly believe the rule changes were for the best, and it makes the game that much more exciting. And he can do it. He's a superstar. That's why he's still succeeding in the league. But, man, just imagine how good this team would be if they had Kyrie, if he was allowed to play. I mean, they're, right now they're on pace to be in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they'll probably win it, to be honest with you. But if they had him, man, it, it, it'd be lights out. Game over for the East. Even the Bucks couldn't stop them. Hopefully he'll be allowed to play at some point in the season. Anyway, moving on to the Chicago Bulls, sitting at 13-8. and Somewhat of a surprise? Not really. This roster is stacked. They did really well in the offseason. But still... Sitting at the second seed, it's, it's a bit of a surprise. I thought they'd be more of a fifth or sixth, but here they are. They've played well. I'm still not sold on them. I think it's too early. It's the beginning of the year. They're beating up on a lot of bad teams. So let's see how they do a little bit further down in the season. I'm not going to say they're going to fall off or anything like that, but I just don't think they're going to be as good as they are right now for the whole season. They do have a couple of my favorite players, Zach Levine, Vooch from Orlando. It's good to see DeMar DeRozan actually play on a good team now that he's out of San Antonio. That was just dreadful those last couple of years. But let's move on to the Heat and the Wizards, both sitting at 13-7. and seven. One of these teams, you could see it coming from a mile away. The other one, I, I, I didn't see it coming. The Wizards, who honestly thought at this point that the Wizards would be in the fifth spot? Fourth spot, I should say, tied for the third. Bradley Beal is certainly carrying that team. And Spencer Dinwiddie, he's been a pretty good pickup for them. But other than that, it's it's been a lot of lifting for Bradley Beal. I don't know how they're doing so well. They're another team I don't think will last. I can see them falling off and right out of the playoffs, to be honest with you. But Miami, that's a different story. They're staying strong with Jimmy G. Of course, you have the other players that went to the finals a couple years ago with... Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, along with Kyle Lowry, which I don't think he's made that much of an impact, but he's doing what he needs to do for that team, and it's working out. I can see them honestly staying right where they are in that third seed. Anyway, on to the Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets are doing their thing. They've got a solid squad. LaMelo is actually looking like he's not going to be a bust. He's not even going to be as bad as his brother. Him right along with Gordon Hayward, Miles Bridges, and Terry Rozier, that's a solid squad. They're doing great this year. 7-3 and three at the time I'm recording this video. Also, they got Oubre. He's putting up decent numbers. It's a, it's a solid squad, and it's unfortunate there's not too many people watching the NBA this year. They're, I know their ratings have fallen off a cliff, but this is like the first year that a whole bunch of new teams and new faces are actually playing really well and actually have a shot of doing something in the playoffs. A lot, lot to look forward to. It's just unfortunately there's not a lot of people watching. And they're not seven and three. They're seven and three over their last ten games. They're actually thirteen and ten, but they're still playing really well. Anyway, let's move on to the Milwaukee Bucks, who are currently riding a seven game winning streak, sitting at thirteen and eight. A little bit lower in the standings than you might think. But they're playing great. It's just that other teams around them are playing even better. I can see them moving up, obviously. 
But even if they don't, they don't need to be the number one seed to win. They've already proven they can win with last year. So no matter where they finish, they're going to be a contender in my mind. Now on to the Knicks and the 76ers. I'm going to lump them together because they have similar records. 11-9 and for the Knicks and 11-10 and for the 76ers. But both these teams I see as pretenders. I, I, I give a little bit more credit to the Knicks because I don't think they have as much talent as the 76ers. But regardless of that, I don't see them going far in the playoffs. I think last year was an outlier for the Knicks. And they got waxed in the first round, which... I, I seen coming. I know a lot of people didn't, but I did. And I think it's going to be more of the same this year. But they still have a lot to grow on. Still a young team, and Julius Randle's going to help them propel them. I don't know if he'll be there forever, and he'll be the main st- the main piece for them. But he's enough to attract other players to that team that can help him in the future. As for the 76ers, I have no faith in this team. You've got a lot of talent, but other than Joel Embiid, I, just, I think this whole team could be scrapped. Maybe keep Tobias Harris, but other than those two, you just need to rebuild this whole team. You, you don't need anybody else per se, so you could get rid of any of them and bring in somebody else to build around. I know a lot of people are going to blame Ben Simmons. I don't think this is all his fault. Some of it is, most of it is, but some of it is also his teammates, and most of all, his coach. I've been saying this for a while now, but Doc Rivers is a pretender. He's a straight pretender. He had one great year in Boston when he had the big three plus Rondo and Davis and other players around them. And other than that, he's just failed at every corner. He's the only coach in the NBA who's given up multiple 3-1 leads. And he's, I don't know, I think he's vastly overrated. I know he gets a lot of respect. I think he's all talk and no show. And time for the Cleveland Cavaliers. While it was a fun run seeing them up and down, I think they're pretty much done. They're going to start falling off here pretty quickly. They'll be out of the playoff picture. I think they already are out of the playoff picture. I know it's early, but I don't see them working their way back in it. I think they're going to keep on falling off. But there's a lot to look forward to in this young team. Who would have thought they would have been this competitive this early in the season? Plus, Saxon's already hurt, and he's out for the year. So I think there's only upside for this team, much like the Knicks. They're just they're a step below the Knicks are right now. So I can see them being where the Knicks are next year. Now on to a couple of the teams that are surprising, you could say, or more like disappointing. That's where I'll go with disappointing. And that is the Atlanta Hawks and the Boston Celtics. Both are sitting at 11 and 10 at the time of this video. And from what I can tell is most of it is just chemistry. The chemistry with the players on the court, they're, they're not clicking yet. I don't know how this is happening with Atlanta. I thought Atlanta was far better than this, and I guess I guess last year was just an outlier. We'll have to stay tuned on them. Hopefully they can right the ship and start playing better. I, I do see them moving up. I don't know who they would take over, because I think everyone I just named off previously is going to be a lock, other than maybe the Wizards. I guess there's a possibility for Philly or the Knicks to fall out, as well as Charlotte. I just, I don't feel... I don't feel like those teams are going to make that mistake. I don't think they're great, but I don't think they're bad either. So we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on Atlanta and see how how they do for the rest of the year and if they can fight to make it into the playoffs. Now on to the Celtics. And if any of you listen to my previous videos or know me personally, you know I'm a diehard Celtics fan. Matter of fact, I love all Boston and New England sports. But with that being said, I can't give this team a pass. This team is ugly on the court. It seems ugly off the court. And I know they keep saying they have camaraderie and chemistry, but you don't see it. It looks like last year's team, which was a disaster. Now, the only things that this team has going for it, or excuses they have, is it's a new coach, new GM, 
even though it's Brad Stevens, familiar face, still new. Also, a lot of injuries at the beginning of the year, which always seems to happen to this team. This team always has an injury. But if I had to guess at this point in time, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. That would be my guess. And it's unfortunate because they have a ton of talent. Way more talent than some of these other teams that are probably going to make the playoffs. But they just they don't seem to care. They don't seem to want to play together. They seem a little bit too selfish. And I hope that's not the case. Hopefully it's just the beginning of the year and they're working their way through it. But I don't know. That doesn't seem to be the case at this point in the season. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully they start coming together and they actually start winning. Because a team with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, shouldn't be a 10th seed in any conference, let alone the Eastern Conference. Though I will say, I think that narrative is starting to switch. I've always thought the whole West is way better, has been a little overrated. But this year, I think it's starting to switch. There's a lot more teams, a lot more parity in the East than there is in the West. But that's a discussion for another video. On to Toronto. Toronto is still doing pretty well. I mean, they're not doing great. They're a bottom feeder team. But they're still remnants of that championship team. And you still see flashes of a good team there, even though they've lost most of their big pieces. Though they do have that new young kid, Scotty Barnes. He looks pretty good. I think he's a little bit overrated for what everyone's saying he is this year. I think they need to pump the brakes on that. He looks good. He doesn't look like a bust, but he's not the rookie of the year default already. But in any case, they have no shot of making the playoffs, and neither does any of these other teams I'm about to mention which are the Pacers, which are kind of a similar situation as Toronto. They're still remnants of a good team that used to be there, but they're quickly fading and they're old, and it's just time to hit the reset button on that team and blow it up. And the final two teams of this conference, Detroit and the Magic, absolutely abysmal, but we all knew this going in. It's not about the wins this year. It's about building the young talent, and I think both these teams have done a good job at that. And it's also been very entertaining. As many of you know, I go to several of the Orlando Magic games, seeing how that is my local team, and Suggs and Wagner look pretty good. They don't look like franchise pieces yet, but you combine them with a Isaac and a Fultz when they come back, they might have something there. Plus, they're going to get another top pick this year. Not to mention all the other young pieces like Anthony. I think as long as they keep on going in this direction, they're going to be solid. And same thing with Detroit. I believe they might be in an even better situation than the Orlando Magic. With that team, it's just going to take time to develop with both those teams. Plus, Detroit also has that guy, Isaiah Stewart, who went after LeBron after getting popped in the face. Anytime you have a player that goes after LeBron, you get my respect 100%. I would love to see him on the Celtics, someone with a little bit of backbone. It's that type of stuff that the NBA is missing. But anyway, that's my update for a quarter way through the season for the Eastern Conference. I'll be starting one on the Western Conference soon. Until then, take it easy. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Let me know what you think in the comments. And I'll see you next time.